Hello, and welcome back to the Breezy Brides podcast. Today, we are talking all things trends and predictions. Last year, I made an episode called 2022 Trends and Predictions for 2023. That was not only fun to make with the help of other destination wedding experts, but I think it'll be fun to look back on how accurate I was for some of those predictions. So we're going to take a look at what was popular over the last year. If I was right on certain predictions as far as popular resorts, decor, and planning trends, and what I and other vendors think we'll see in 2024. I do have a few other experts in the destination wedding space contributing to this episode as well to give their trends and predictions. Joining at various points in the episode are Sarah from Sarah June Photography and Studios, Monica from Monica Lopez Photography, Misty from Bohemia Weddings, and Danny from It Takes Two TV. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to the Breezy Brides podcast, a podcast designed for brides planning their dream destination wedding. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm here to offer you all of the resources, advice, and tips to make planning your destination wedding a breeze. Let's get started. First, let's talk about what we've seen in destination weddings as a whole for the year of 2023. Things like what the most popular resorts were, the top destinations, and what couples planned and saw from their guests. Next, we'll go into more of the actual planning trends and predictions. Things like what couples are paying extra for, what they're focusing more heavily on when it comes to their budget and experiences, and what we all saw as far as popular trends for colors, decor, and overall aesthetic. So to start things off, let's talk about locations. The top three most popular countries are again the same with Mexico, Dominican Republic, and Jamaica. Within those countries, the most popular locations being the Cancun Riviera Maya area, Punta Cana, and Montego Bay. Last year, I had predicted that different areas like Puerto Vallarta, Cabo, and various Caribbean islands would increase, and I was right about that. So although Cancun and Riviera Maya remain the most affordable for most people, there is definitely an increase in interest in different areas of Mexico like Puerto Vallarta and Cabo for couples who are just not as interested in doing Cancun itself. There was also more interest in places like Costa Rica, Antigua, and other Caribbean islands. And like last year, a majority of groups ended up choosing one of the top three most popular countries after seeing affordability and just ease of access for them and their guests. But hopefully, as travel continues to gain popularity, it will become easier for guests to travel to more remote locations in the future. Now, let's get into the resorts. First, let's recap the most popular destination wedding resorts I saw in 2022. Dreams and Secrets Playa Mujeres, Secrets Acumal, Hard Rock Riviera Maya, Hard Rock Punta Cana, El Dorado Royale, Hyatt Ziva and Zalara Capcana, Finest Playa Mujeres, Royalton Riviera Cancun, Hard Rock Los Cabos, and Breathless Cabo. Then I predicted that we would see a lot more popularity from the following eight resorts for 2023. Secrets Moshe, Dreams Las Marias, Costa Rica, Secrets Tulum, Hilton Tulum, Royalton Splash, Riviera Cancun, Margaritaville Island Reserve, Riviera Maya, Secrets and Dreams Los Cabos, and Hard Rock Los Cabos. 
So if you remember in that episode, I had explained that I thought they'd be popular because they were either a new resort or because of the area that they were in. For example, the Cabo resorts because of the increase in popularity for Cabo. Now, was I right? I will say I believe I was right about five of the eight. The ones I believe to be right about were Dreams Las Mirias, Royalton Splash Riviera Cancun, the Margaritaville Island Reserve Riviera Maya, Secrets and Dreams Los Cabos, and Hard Rock Los Cabos. I would say we saw an increase in those or just more interest in them in having a destination wedding for 2023. Then there's Secrets Moshe that I believe put itself on the map for a luxury resort option, but I don't think that we saw the popularity that I was predicting because they currently are not within a lot of couples' budgets. This will probably remain a couples' resort for a while, if always, unless their rates decrease over the years or if they start landing within more couples' budgets or they just make their weddings aspect a little bit more affordable. And then there's Secrets Tulum. I had originally expected more popularity for them because their original opening date was set for June of 23, but it ended up getting pushed all the way back to October. So obviously that had an effect on new groups being held there, but I will talk more about them later. Now let's talk about the 10 most popular resorts I saw in 2023 to kind of compare what I predicted. So the 10 most popular resorts I saw in 2023 in no particular order were Dreams and Secrets Playa Mujeres, Generations El Dorado, Royale, and Casitas, Secrets Akumal, Hard Rock Riviera Maya, Grand Palladium and TRS Coral Costa Mujeres, Majestic Elegance Costa Mujeres, Hyatt Ziva Cancun, Unico 2087, The Fives Beach Hotel and Residences, Hard Rock Punta Cana, and Margaritaville Island Reserve Capcana. Now, if you listen to last year's 2022 trends and predictions, you may notice that some of these resorts are the same. So when looking at destination wedding resorts, the most popular ones are usually popular for a reason. They pride themselves on their weddings department. They have great comps and incentives for their groups. They cater to people looking for a variety of different things to do, and they're easy to get to for the couples and the guests. The same most popular resorts from last year were Dreams and Secrets Playa Mujeres, the El Dorado Resorts, which is Generations, El Dorado Royale, and Casitas, Secrets Akumal, and Hard Rock Riviera Maya. But let's talk a little bit more about the popular resorts I saw from 2023 that I did not mention in 2022. First of all, Grand Palladium and TRS Coral Costa Mujeres. Grand Palladium is family-friendly and TRS is adults only that's right next to it. So they opened at the end of 2018. Um, They didn't get a lot of time to get their feet on the ground because then the pandemic happened. But now they've been open for a while and they're really starting to gain a lot of popularity for a few different reasons. The main reasons are their location and their options for the combined family-friendly and adults only. Costa Mujeres is known for great beaches and you fly into the Cancun airport. So the affordability is great for most guests. They also have a great option for couples with a slightly lower budget, especially if you're staying on the Grand Palladium side. Next, Majestic Elegance Costa Mujeres. So very similar to Grand Palladium, 
is majestic. They're also in Costa Mujeres and they opened at the end of 2019. So they are a family-friendly resort, but they do have an adults-only section called the Elegance Club that's kind of separated from the family aspects of it. So it's great for couples who are looking for a family-friendly resort, but they do want to cater to the adults in their group to, you know, give them the option to be away from the kids for a little bit. So both of these resorts are great for budget-friendly couples. But the biggest downside, I would say, is their comps and incentives offered because they price out affordably compared to a lot of other resorts, but they don't offer so much for incentives. So it kind of equals out that way, but it depends on what you're looking for and what your priority is for your wedding. Next, Hyatt Ziva Cancun. They are located in a really unique area of Cancun that attracts a lot of their guests. They're on the very tip of the hotel zone, and they are consistently ranked as one of the best beaches, beach resorts in the Cancun area because of it. Also, they have the Turquoise Tower, which is adults only, leaving the rest of the property for family-friendly guests. I would place this resort as a middle to upper tier for your budget, though, so it's not the best option for a very budget-friendly couple. Okay, and next is Unico 2087. So I had debated putting Unico in the most popular resorts for 2022, but I was resistant at the time solely due to the cost of the, for the guests. But since then, they have gotten a little more affordable. So this is an adults-only resort in Riviera Maya. It's modern and sexy, and a lot of the couples looking for adults-only gravitate to this property. The biggest perk for couples is that they offer great comps and incentives. So although it is a little bit higher for guests to stay there compared to other resorts, it's a great option for couples looking for adults only but staying within a healthy wedding budget. Next is the Fives Beach Hotel and Residences. So the Fives Beach is one of my favorite family-friendly resorts in Riviera Maya for budget-friendly couples. It's just a solid property when it comes to a great weddings department budget-friendly for the wedding plus the guests, and just great food and service. They have really great penthouse room options for bigger families or if the bride and groom just want to splurge on their room without breaking the bank. Next is Hard Rock Punta Cana. So, so if you didn't notice already, the first eight were in the Cancun area. We're still seeing about 80% of destination weddings being held in the Cancun area, so it only makes sense that the first eight be in Cancun on the list, but we are seeing an increased popularity in the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, and other Caribbean islands, with Punta Cana being the second most popular location outside of Mexico. So that being said, Hard Rock Punta Cana is one of those resorts where wedding groups are consistently gravitating to. This resort is huge, so it caters to people of all ages. It is family-friendly, but there are activities and things to do for everyone from kid zones to casinos. So it's just a great option for couples who need a little bit of everything for all of their guests. And lastly, we have Margaritaville Island Reserve Cap Cana. So this resort opened at the end of 2021. So it's a really new and beautiful property. Honestly, when I first heard of Margaritaville, I immediately thought of my mom <laughs> and her demographic, which I could see how this would also happen to people of my generation and younger and potentially turn them away. But after seeing these properties, my opinion totally changed. They're modern and they're just brightly colored and they're really fun. They give you almost like a Miami or Florida neighborhood feel with bright colors and paradise vibes. 
They are family friendly, this resort specifically, and they offer great comps and incentives for groups. So this is one of my personal go-tos in Punta Cana. Okay, now that we've recapped the most popular resorts for 2023, let's now make some predictions for 2024 and see if I'm right next year. I'm only going to mention resorts that we'll see new popularity for, so I still believe that there will be a lot of popularity for the ones that are already popular, like I mentioned before, Dreams Playa Mujeres, Secrets Acumal, El Dorado Royale, but I think it's fun to mention what we'll see more of in the coming years that will be new. So, my predictions are Secrets Capcana, Dreams and Secrets Bahiamita, Secrets Playa Blanca, Atelier Playa Mujeres, Unico 2087, Secrets Tulum, and Hard Rock Punta Cana. Let's talk about each one briefly and why I think they will be so popular in 2024 and years to follow. Secrets Cap Cana. This is an adults-only resort in Punta Cana, so this is a great fit for couples who are looking for an adults-only property that's not in Mexico and still has a great weddings team. Cap Cana itself is in a gated community, and it's also near a golf course, so it kind of gives you like the Playa Mujeres Mexico feel. They also have pretty good incentives for groups, so combined with the other perks I mentioned, I think we'll see more of this one to come. Next is Dreams and Secrets Bahiamita. So this is a combined family-friendly with Dreams and adults-only with Secrets resort in the Puerto Vallarta area. So this is great for couples who are looking to stay in Mexico for affordability but not be in Cancun, or if the majority of their guests live on the west coast of the United States. It's also great for couples looking for that sister property aspect, or they can just have their room block at one or the other. If they don't need that, they can just pick dreams or secrets and do, you know, stay at one. It opened at the end of 2021, so it is a new and beautiful resort that gives a modern feel, but it's surrounded by natural elements like the ocean and the mountains, so it's just a very pretty property. Next is Secrets Playa Blanca. So this resort is scheduled to open February 1st of 2024, and it's in the Playa Mujeres area. So some of you may have heard that Playa, Secrets Playa Mujeres was originally going to close from April, April to December of this year for renovations, and all of the wedding groups that they had at that resort had the choice to move to this Secrets Playa Blanca. But Secrets Playa Mujeres decided to do their renovations in sections and, in fact, not actually close. But with that, Secrets Playa Blanca gained popularity early because they were, you know, selling it for these groups to potentially move to. Our team actually had the opportunity to see this a couple weeks ago, and it is going to be an absolutely stunning property. So for couples that want an adults-only resort in the Cancun area with a beautiful beach and modern, neutral tones throughout the resort, this will be a great fit for that. Next is Atelier Playa Mujeres. So Atelier is not technically adults-only, but it's 16 and older. So that's nice for couples who want like the adult-only feel, but they might have a few family members who are just a little bit too young for the 18-plus resorts. It's in the gated community of Playa Mujeres, and they pride themselves on Mexican art and design, which explains their decor and overall design of the resort pretty well. It's modern, but homey and a lot of neutral tones with like unique art and furniture to make it feel like you're actually staying in a home more than you are a hotel or resort. One downside to this is that it is a little bit more expensive 
and their incentives aren't the best, but they're not bad. So it is a stunning property, though, that I would definitely that would definitely wow your guests if you're looking for that. Okay, next is Unico 2087. So I, I did just briefly talk about this, but I think we will see more popularity with this resort. Another property that it's not necessarily new now, but it's gaining or maintaining popularity for couples looking for the adults-only resorts. This is a little bit quieter than some resorts, so you won't see as much lively entertainment in like the pools or anything. But of course, your group could just pick a bar and create your own party at that too. So you know, it's not like there's no options at all for that. One reason I believe that they'll be popular is because of their incentives. So like I said earlier, although they are a little more pricey than other adult-only resorts, Unico offers great incentives to keep your couples within their wedding budget. So it evens out for some. This is also in the Riviera Maya area. So the beach wouldn't be the main focus for couples. You, It really just depends on the time of year. Not a beach I would recommend for couples really wanting to ensure that they have a nice beach, but you could get one while you're there. It just really depends. Next, Secrets Tulum. So they just opened in October of 23. They are only a few months old. Overall, most couples lately are either looking for like more of a modern resort or more of like jungle slash Tulum vibes when trying to choose their wedding location. Secrets Tulum definitely caters to that jungle feel but it is also a brand new resort, so it's very nice and well-kept. I think this will be popular in 2024, but I will say it would be a good fit only for specific groups because this resort is not on the beach. They do offer a shuttle that goes to their exclusive beach club every 10 minutes from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. The beach club has its own bar and restaurant and chair, lounge chairs, things like that, that are part of your all-inclusive experience. But it's not a resort that you're waking up to watch the sunrise on the beach for. I was just here a couple weeks ago, and I will say, typically one of my first thoughts is to go down to the beach and scope it out. So I was a little bit out of sorts, and I had to keep reminding myself that that's not the case here. But it's also right in downtown Tulum, so it's great for couples who are looking to go off the resort and explore the very fun and vibrant Tulum area. The pools are also surrounded by sand, so it's almost like it makes you feel like you're on the beach when you're just hanging out in the pool. Okay, and lastly, Hard Rock Punta Cana. This is, again, for couples looking to have their wedding somewhere other than Mexico. It's just a solid property, like I said before, because it caters to people of all ages. So it's family-friendly. Uh, there's tons of activities for all age groups. It would be impossible to get bored here. Hard Rock also has great wedding incentives, so it's a good place to have a wedding and keep it within your budget. We interrupt this episode to bring you to today's sponsor, LoveStream, the easiest way to live stream your wedding. LoveStream is the only full service wedding live stream company specifically built for weddings. If you're trying to find a way to include guests that won't be able to attend your destination wedding, LoveStream is the perfect way to do so. Not only do they live stream your wedding, but they can also build you a custom website, offer real human support, meet with you virtually to plan details, test equipment during a tech rehearsal, and produce your wedding remotely on your wedding day. They do it all so you don't have to. If you are interested in learning more, head to the link in our show notes to check them out. If you're interested in booking through Lovestream, make sure to use code BREEZY10 for 10% off the package you purchase, and by using my link, I will get a small kickback as well. And thank you to Lovestream for sponsoring. Okay, I am excited to see if next year I will be right about the predictions I just made. (laughs) 
If you're listening and interested in any of these properties I'm talking about, or you're just entirely overwhelmed by choosing a destination wedding, please reach out. I am more than happy to help you narrow it down and coordinate you and your guests' accommodations if you're looking for that. So now that we've discussed last year's predictions with locations and resorts and gone over my predictions for 2024, next I want to talk about wedding planning trends and predictions. First, let's talk about group sizes. So in last year's episode, we talked about how the number of guests had increased since 2021 from about 40 to 50 guests to about 70 to 80 per group. That was definitely in part of a surge we we saw post-COVID in the desire to travel more. I will say, though, the numbers for 2023 were still trending pretty high, but a little bit of a dip in the last six months or so. I have Sarah here with what she's been seeing on group sizes as well. Hey, this is Sarah from Sarah June Photography and Sarah June Studios. We are professional destination wedding photography and videography team. It's my husband and I. We travel all over the Caribbean and Mexico for our weddings. Here are five and a half different trends that we've noticed recently. The first is that smaller, more intimate guest lists are definitely ruling the destination wedding world right now. We're no longer seeing guest lists that are in the 80s to 100 to 150. We're seeing guest lists that are in the like single digits or even up to 20. Um, Those smaller weddings tend to be more intimate, a little bit more meaningful for our couples, and I think they might be here to stay. The second thing we've noticed is that our brides and grooms are doing massive outfit changes after the photos are done, after their first dance, they go and change into something more comfortable. And we also have Monica from Monica Lopez Photography chiming in on group sizes. She says, I feel like this year, big destination weddings are back. We are talking 100 guests and more. So don't be surprised if your RSVP list is bigger than you expected. So. Overall, I would say we're still seeing a high guest count for groups, but sprinkled in, we're seeing smaller, more intimate weddings as well, which is kind of bringing that overall average of weddings down a little bit. I agree with Sarah and Monica, and I think we'll see this trend going into 2024 as well, with larger groups being among them still. Along the lines of guest sizes, another prediction going into 2024 is longer stays from your guests. So most all-inclusive resorts require a three-night minimum. Some of them require four, but I've been seeing a lot lately that guests are actually extending it even further than that to like five to seven nights. I think guests overall are just taking advantage of it being a vacation and getting more time out of it. And I also think a lot of jobs have had more flexibility now with time off. So it's just easier for guests to do so. And finally, the last trend I'm seeing regarding guests is the couple planning multiple events around the wedding. A lot of couples are choosing to save their money on party favors and welcome bags and use that to book like a group catamaran or a bonfire on the beach or the guys go do a golf trip. Here's Sarah again weighing in on this aspect. Along the same lines, I've had a handful of brides just this past year that have gotten their wedding dresses from places like Lulu's, for instance. So it's more of like a budget dress, but they're still making a statement. The third thing that I've noticed is that guest experiences are 100% shaping the weekly itineraries for these destination wedding couples. They are making sure to carve out time so their guests can go do cool things. The bride and groom are no longer doing favors. Instead, they're maybe giving an experience of going on a catamaran or um, going to climb a waterfall, something like that. 
It's never going to be something that is required, but it's oftentimes very much looked forward to by the guests to get off resort and go explore the country that they're in. Okay, now let's talk about the wedding planning side. So one of the biggest trends I've seen is couples moving the day of their actual wedding from the weekend to a weekday. This is twofold. One, a lot of it has to do with the resort's incentives. A lot of resorts that are in high demand are including additional incentives for the couples if they choose their wedding date for a weekday instead. This is also to accommodate their inventory for other guests that aren't part of a group allowing more of the families and individuals to have inventory for extended weekends that are more popular. For example, Charisma Properties offer private event credits towards your wedding for every room you book, but it only applies if your wedding is not on a Saturday. So a lot of couples think it's worth it to just move to the weekday to get all of those additional benefits. It's also to help spread weddings across the whole week for the resort instead of resorts Saturdays booking up so fast because everybody wants the same day of the week. The next trend for weddings I'm seeing is sustainability efforts. So one example of this is the couple intentionally selecting flowers and or greenery for their wedding that they know are local to the area, whether asking their wedding coordinator which of these are in their package or hiring a local vendor to help them. Another example of sustainability I've seen is technology integration. One area would be evites. So this tre- this has been trending for a while, but I think we'll continue to see it increase. Instead of sending an invitation in the mail, couples are sending them through email, or they're sending an invitation with just one sheet of paper, which includes a QR code for them to scan and get all of their information via the internet instead of sending like four or five different styles of paper for all the in- information of their guests, which most of the guests will eventually end up throwing away. Another area would be live streaming for your wedding, which if you haven't noticed already, we do partner with LoveStream for this service if you are interested. But basically, couples use a phone or another device to set up at their ceremony and or reception to live stream for any family or friends that weren't able to physically attend. All right, next one thing I'm seeing trending on the decor and design side is less neutral tones and more color. Misty from Bohemia Weddings shares her thoughts and what she's seeing here. Hi, this is Misty with Bohemia or Bohemia as they call us here in Mexico. So for wedding trends, I really see the trend of pearls and disco ball related items for receptions continuing into 2024 and 2025. What I have noticed that is different as of very recently is the bold use of colors in weddings. So for years and years and years, it was always blush pink with gold accents for every single wedding, which is pretty, but I think it is so refreshing to see these bold pops of color, especially against the turquoise ocean here in the Riviera Maya is absolutely beautiful. So we're seeing a lot of fuchsias, oranges, purple accents, um, everything that looks like bougainvilleas. And it's really exciting and I can't wait to see all the new wedding designs in the upcoming year or so with these bold colors. And Sarah also has been seeing something similar along with drink trends. For the fourth trend I've been noticing, you know how a lot of brides and grooms are doing something like a signature cocktail or maybe their cocktails are named after their dogs that they left at home. 
we are still seeing a lot of that. However, we're seeing a lot of non-alcoholic drinks being pulled into the mix too, which I think is awesome and a really good way to honor anyone who wants to drink anything. You have an option for literally every single person. The last one and a half <laughs> that I've noticed is that we are still really leaning into that soft color palette. I think we're kind of coming away from the neutral side of things. I'm seeing less of tans and more of like soft greens and soft blues still, um, but definitely still the soft color palette. And then as a bonus, kind of like half note here. I have had a handful of weddings this year where the brides and grooms have actually asked their guests to wear those same colors so that their entire wedding looks cohesive. Finally, the last trend I'm seeing is different styles and colors for bridesmaids. I'm seeing less of all of the brides in the exact same cut, color, and material of dress and more of a mix of all of these together. I'm loving the aspect of giving the bridesmaids an option to choose what they feel more comfortable in and what may be more affordable as well. Monica from Monica Lopez Photography also chimed in with what she's seeing from brides and grooms. She says, I'm seeing a shift towards satin and clean dresses for my bride. If the dress has lace, it's more simple and romantic. I've also been seeing grooms that stand out in their outfits as opposed to blending in with the groomsmen, and I'm all for it. <laughs> All right, the last thing I wanted to briefly touch on were things that I think are out for 2024. There are a few things worth mentioning. So first, beach ceremonies. Although it's a still a popular location, I'm seeing a lot more interest in locations like a rooftop or sky terrace or even under a gazebo that's just not on the beach. Danny from It Takes Two TV chimes in as well with this point. Hey brides, this is Danny from It Takes Two TV and It Takes Two TV Travel. Um, some trends that I feel like we are noticing in destination weddings have to do with the location of the wedding and the ceremony itself. I feel like usually when you hear a destination wedding, we automatically think the wedding is on the beach and on the sand and the waves are passing by. But nowadays, more hotels are opening up spaces and building spaces for those brides that don't want their wedding on the beach and don't want their toes in the sand. They want the beach in view or they want a terrace with a lot of greenery as an option. So we're definitely seeing that trend more. Another aspect we're seeing is guests posting more stories instead of still photos on Instagram. So if a couple has like their own hashtag, a lot of people aren't including that in an Instagram story. So it's causing the overall hashtag trend to kind of come out a little bit because it's just being used less. Along with this is also hiring vendors who cater more to the content creation. So Danny chimes in again here about this. With the rise of social media, we're definitely seeing an increase in destination wedding content creators. Couples that don't necessarily want a videographer or a featured film of their wedding want little snippets and content that's out sooner rather than later that display their big day on social media platforms. And now, because of the popularity of having a destination wedding and inflation, we are seeing a rise in the DIY brides who are bringing their own decor and repurposing hotel decor. So, for example, we'll have the bridesmaids' bouquets being then used as centerpieces, the altar decor then going behind a sweetheart table to save some money and some coins when it comes to just having a beautiful decorated wedding, which I'm all for. 
Lastly, we are seeing a rise in adult-only weddings, so we are not ashamed or afraid to tell our family members and friends to leave those kids at home, okay? And I'm all for it because those hotel chains are now gaining popularity. So yeah, that's what I'm noticing. Good luck out there to all of my 2024 brides. So there you have it. Everything we're seeing in the destination wedding world this year and what I think we'll see a lot in 2024. Like I said, last year, destination weddings are definitely here to stay, and I am so fortunate to be able to help couples navigate this journey a little bit easier along the way. Thank you, and we will see you in the next episode.